Financial Grown-Up Guide, four ways to bring your A-game working online during the coronavirus pandemic with Jason Harris, author of The Soulful Art of Persuasion. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're going to get there together. We got this. Hey, everyone. Most of us are adapting as best as we can to connecting through screens, both personally and with our work. We have to muddle through. We have to show up. But many of us have been only showing up, which is not the same as playing our A-game. Without being in person, face-to-face, pretty much at all, we need a new set of tools. The truth is, as this drags on, We are going to need to step up our game, make the effort to get organized, and learn how to just be better at it. I was thrilled that Jason Harris agreed to join me for this interview, which you guys are going to love. He is an expert in the art of persuasion. He wrote the bestseller, The Soulful Art of Persuasion, The 11 Habits That Will Make Anyone a Master Influencer. Jason is also the CEO of the powerhouse creative agency, Mechanism. Now, persuasion sounds like It's just about getting people to do what you want, but there's a lot more to it. And Jason has had to adapt a lot because he's one of those people that was really, really good in person, but he pivoted fast and he has been kind enough to share with us how he adapted his in-person strategies to work online. Here is Jason Harris. Jason Harris, thanks for joining us here. Hey, thanks for having me, Bobby. I'm excited. Well, I am excited to have you because I enjoyed your book, The Soulful Art of Persuasion. And I wanted to have you on the Financial Grown Up podcast to talk about how to apply the principles of what was, by the way, congratulations, a bestseller on how we're working now, both how we're running our work lives and also to some degree how we're running our personal lives during this pandemic when so many of us had had to totally adjust the way that we work and the way that we relate to the people in our lives. How have things changed for you during this time period for your social life, as you talked about, but also your your work life? Because you run a company called Mechanism. Tell us a little bit about how that's been going. Yeah, so Mechanism is a advertising agency that I started about 14 years ago with some other partners, and we have four offices. And so we always work cross office, so we were always doing a lot of video meetings already. So it was a little bit natural to us. Um, However, we are in the creative business and the creative business is a really collaborative process where you're brainstorming ideas and you have a writer's room and you're working on ideas together and trying to crack the brief for your client and whatever the brand is trying to communicate, it's up to you to come up with that concept and put it out into the world. That is much different doing that over video. Everything takes much longer. It's much less fluid. There's less of when you're in person with someone, there's a lot of body language cues that you can pick up and how to plus up ideas because there's an energy when you're together that is really hard to replicate over video. While the mechanics were were natural to us in working that way, it's very hard to keep that going all the time. And I really miss that in-person Uh, working relationship. And so the way it's impacted us from a business standpoint is it takes longer to crack ideas that way. So it's slower. 
you're in front of your screen. There's more meetings because it takes more time to do that. And then from a financial standpoint, we had an incredible Q1. Our Q2, like everyone, is going to be a turd. And part of our job and, and persuasion, I use techniques from the book, we need to convince our clients that this is not the time for you to be quiet. You know, this is not the time for you not to be out in the world talking because when we're back, you'll be behind. It's a great time to pick up market share and pick up brand thought leadership because other people are quiet. And so you really need to dig into uh, your message and be out there. Let's get into some of your strategies from the soulful art of persuasion and how we can apply them to what so many of us are experiencing right now. Now, you break it down into four areas. The first one, you really like to talk about being original. How does that apply to what's going on now? The idea of being original is really about you know showing some psychic skin, being vulnerable, being yourself, not doing the typical sales uh, beliefs that you you typically hear, which is mirror and matching your audience or trying to find common interests to make them like you so that you build a relationship so you can create a transaction. It's really about being strong enough to be vulnerable and putting yourself out there so that somebody learns your idiosyncrasies and what makes you tick so that they will do the same and share with you. And that creates a bond. So it goes against conventional selling wisdom of mirroring, matching your audience. And it's really about leaning into who you are and being yourself. So that's really uh, fundamental to persuasion. So can you give us an example of how that would be applied in this environment? So how it might be applied in this environment is really trying to think of telling a story. So when you might be on a Zoom or Skype or what have you with a new client or an existing client that you have a relationship with, Try to think of telling a story, an original story about your experience. It could be good or bad. It could be something good that happened. It could be a challenge that you had to overcome. And try to avoid just doing the typical, uh, yeah, it's hard. I can't wait to when we get back. Nobody knows anything. What do you think of Fauci? Really try to relay a personal experience or an antidote that will get the other person over video to open up to you and create more of a, a collaboration or a bond. But that takes preparation and thinking through a story that you want to talk about versus just hopping on and saying, how are you? I'm fine. You know, So that's one way you can do it. So you'd have to build in the time for that and maybe have something prepared, like a funny anecdote prepared, like something you did with your kids or something going on somewhere else that's kind of interesting. Yeah, exactly. For an example, I tell a story like my kids are in California and I'm in New York during this, I might get on and say, you know, it's been hard um, FaceTiming with my kids and we needed to create something. So we do an hour a day and we're, we're writing a children's book together. We go around and each, each session, I have two boys, one of us leads the story and we we're writing the story that way. And that's a way for us to bond because I I'm missing my kids and I'm missing an experience. So I'm creating an experience through this with them. And so that might be a story that I would tell that someone would remember and then they might share an interesting story or some hard thing that they're going through and how they're getting through it. Another theme that you talk about is generosity. Sure. So the basic principle there is giving something away without expecting anything in return. And that can be advice. It can be stuff. 
It can be your time. It could be a, an article that you found. And one way I do this during this time is instead of thinking of broadcasting, you know, you might post something on Instagram or one of your social platforms and broadcasting it out to all of your followers at once with something that you're saying. Uh, what I try to do during this time is think about people that I'm trying to connect with, could be personal, could be professional, could be past clients, clients I'm trying to attract. I think of an interesting article that I found online that I can email or text them directly that would apply to them instead of just putting myself out there to, to all the followers and not making it a one-to-one connection. So during this time, I'm thinking of one-to-one connections that make people when they're, they might have anxiety or they're at home or they're bored, know that I'm thinking about them. And I do that simply through an email or a text, something that I know is of interest to them. I'll send them a, a thought or I'll do a, a little search on, you know, if my client is in the dating app business, I might find an interesting survey and text it to them, even though we're not necessarily talking about work. And it just says, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about you. So that's one way I apply That's, to me, an act of generosity because you're creating a one-to-one connection. The third principle you talk about is about being empathetic. How does that apply these days? I mean, it has to do a lot with the way that you communicate, especially in these times when it's a little bit awkward for many people. Not everyone is so comfortable here, and you have to collaborate with people in this new setting that is very unnatural and clunky sometimes. It is clunky. (laughs) Yes, it is. One thing that you pulled out from the book is this idea of collaboration and it, it, that it's really important uh, to collaborate. And if you want to persuade people, you have to think of interest, not of, not of reason. So you have to think of what makes that person tick, what's behind that person, not logic and facts and data to convince them. It has to be about something that they would care about to get them on your side. And so like back to where I'm trying to convince an ad campaign that we're trying to develop. I have to convince people on the team why we want to do this campaign versus the other campaign. And so I have to think about what elements that they might like or what a client might like or what would appeal to the brief that the client sent me and try to make them feel like they are creating it with us or with me. And so if someone feels like they're on your side, the chances to persuade them jump dramatically. If they feel like they have an idea and you have an idea and you're on different sides, then it's going to be very hard to persuade them. And so for people doing work at this time, I'd recommend if you're working with a client, doing multiple check-ins to get to whatever you're trying to sell or present or get them to buy off on or persuade them on so that they're building the idea or the concept or whatever, the, the sponsorship, whatever it might be. They're building that with you because you're doing multiple touch points, which are more, even more important when we're you know, doing everything over video. And so collaboration is really a critical element to selling. It's challenging because, I mean, you've talked about in your book that it's really important to get in front of a client to, you know, show them, make the trip, travel around the world to, to see them in person. That doesn't happen anymore. So it's interesting that you're saying now it's the, the frequency of the touch points is a really important thing. Yeah, that's a good recall on the book. That's, a, that's impressive. But yes, I mean, the in-person persuasion and selling to create your business 
is kind of everything. And so that in-person touch about being with them, when you take that away, the only replacement is to see them more often and frequently because you can't be in person with them. It's not, I'm going to go away for two weeks and then come back and present you this huge deck. It's about doing multiple check-ins. It takes more work, quite frankly, to do that, but they're going to feel like they're bought in with you and they're collaborating with, with you and your you know chances of persuading them, whatever it is, that, whatever your business is, will go dramatically up. The final principle that you talk about in the book is soulful, and it also obviously lends itself to the title. This, to me, is the hardest thing to communicate and to be successful at, given the tools that we have right now. I mean, how does that translate to the way that we're working now and the way that we're communicating, not just in business, but with friends and family as well? Yeah, that is the hardest thing to do right now. And the the final principle of soulful, the concept behind it is really that whatever skill you have, whatever you're doing, you need to also add a layer of purpose, something that's greater than yourself where you can become an inspirational person. And so, you know, for me, it's using my advertising powers to do social good campaigns, do pro bono campaigns, because that's inspirational and that's persuasive. And that's doing more than just thinking about profit and being transactional. It's, it's doing something bigger and better for the world. And anyone can really apply that principle in whatever skill that you have. But during this time, you really have to figure out how to do that in a way that, you know, you're, you're working hard, everything's more challenging, but how can you do that in a simple way? So an idea might be that if you're a financial expert, you might find a group that really could use Bobby, the books that you wrote, and you will donate those books, or maybe you'll do a reading to an online class about some of the principles in your book or a story that you might find. And you'll just do that for free for goodwill to get people talking. And maybe you name that thing that you're doing to educate students or to the financially insecure or unstable. Maybe you're, you're helping them with some techniques or, or doing some storytelling. And maybe you do that, you know, half hour a week and people can do a live webinar and tune in for free, but some, whatever your skill is, apply that to do something that's good and it'll make you feel good and it'll make you a more persuasive person because it shows that you truly don't just care about you know your own business but you care about the greater world and that inspiration will make you a more influential person thank you so much you've certainly made me feel much more inspired i mean this has been a tough time for so many of us. These are great ways to kind of pivot your ideas into this crazy new world that we are working on. Where can people catch up with you? I know the book is available everywhere online. Certainly you can download it and read it instantly, which is great. You can also probably buy it through every online channel. Tell us more about getting in touch with you and mechanism and everything else. Yeah, sure. Great. I appreciate that. The book website, if you want to read more, is thesoulfulart.com. My company is Mechanism, M-E-K, it's with a K, A-N-I-S-M.com. You can see more there. And then I'm on all the platforms just at Jason underscore Harris, and you can find me there. And I love connecting with folks. It's really fun for me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, my friends, I have to admit, I actually played the interview back a couple of times just to take it all in. My biggest takeaway was that it's important to not just wing it. Jason talked a lot about preparing, not just preparing the content of a presentation, 
but also the way you're going to connect with someone because there's all these awkward moments kind of in between where you're setting up, you're coming on board the meeting, and that's a lot of time to fill. And also, how do you end things? It's just awkward. So it's really good to take Jason's advice and be ready with some personal anecdotes, personal stories, things you can connect with in advance. So you're ready for that. Jason also talked about sharing an interesting article one-on-one with a friend or a business contact. If you have someone in your life that you think would enjoy this podcast, consider doing that with this so they can also benefit from Jason's advice. And of course, for even more pickup his book, The Soulful Art of Persuasion. I also want to invite everyone to check out my other podcast, Money with Friends, with my co-host, Joe Salcihai of Stacking Benjamins. We cover headlines and share relevant, specific money news that can really help a lot during this pandemic. Big thanks to Jason Harris, author of The Soulful Art of Persuasion and head of Mechanism for helping us all be more persuasive financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.